Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hello and welcome to Growing Up Female with me, Connie Simmons. This is the podcast where we chat about what it's really like to grow up female behind the shiny social media profile. I'll be chatting to a whole host of young, inspirational women about race, beauty standards, periods, body shaming, sex, relationships, social media, everything it means to grow up as a female today. If you don't follow this woman on Instagram already, then you need to immediately. She has lifted my confidence like you wouldn't believe, and she probably doesn't know that either. Um, She shows the reality behind the perfect pictures we see um, on social media, in magazines, etc. She's open about her own struggles and the link she creates between our body confidence and our mental health, for me, is priceless. Um, Welcome, Hayley, to Growing Up Female. Thank you so much. What a lovely introduction. Oh, I'm glad you liked it. That was so kind. Hi. Hi. It's lovely that we've spoken um, through Instagram, but I haven't really, we haven't spoken in, well, we're not even in person, are we? But I haven't heard your voice. Yeah, I've never actually heard you speak, to be fair, but that's amazing that, you know, we can actually connect through uh, the wonders of the internet. And and also, I think that's amazing of of Instagram, bringing other people together and communicate and speak. And yeah, it's amazing to chat to you and be on this podcast. So thank you for having me. Oh, no, thanks for coming on. I really appreciate your time. Um, You know, what's really interesting is that your page is so body focused on the surface because obviously that's what Instagram is it's pictures how do you how do you showcase mental health through pictures and that's what I like about your page is that it's it's, it's body focus went through through the photos you take and the comparisons that you do but I've actually invited you on here today to talk about mental health because what I've learned from the previous topic um that you know I focused on at first in season three of Grown Up Female being body image, what I've learned is that it actually, it's all in the mind. And, you know, our mental health can affect us in so many ways. So if you can tell me more about yourself and your journey to where you are today and why you share what you share on social media, we can start from there. 
<laughs> of course, yeah. So it's it's crazy the the transformation my mindset has had, especially through lockdown. Even over the last few months, it's um it's been a, quite a whirlwind of emotions through the last few years. But going back to what you said with like Instagram, showing pictures of you know our bodies, our face is very picture focused. Like this is my image, and nothing really about like my mindset or my mental health or how I feel. Um, and so with my captions, I try to include actually let's talk about how we feel concentrating on who we are as people and not just what you see because what you see might be completely different to what I feel and I think it was going back to oh god it's been so long since I've kind of competed and my journey and five years ago in 2015 I started competing um, as a bodybuilder so I was very very lean I was a bikini competitor so it's kind of like the small size natural Mm. bodybuilding so not like the horrific you know the the, the images that some girls get when I say bodybuilding they're like oh my goodness you're you're massive I'm like no this is you know uh, a bikini type competing all natural and what I kind of started on in terms of like Instagram and in terms of growing my presence I, I started in the bodybuilding industry and um and it wasn't until those three years that I was competing I didn't once focus on my mindset. I didn't once focus on who I was as a person or how I felt. I purely focused on what I looked like because that was my goal. My goal was to be absolutely shredded with a six pack with really good, Mm. you know, muscles. And like, that's all I ever focused on, counting calories, eating hardly anything, training twice a day. And that's all my sole focus was. And it turned my mental health, obviously, quite quickly Uh, very negative. Um, It spiraled quite low. And I didn't really know how to kind of get out of that because Mm. I'd never focused on my mindset before. And and it was very taboo subject, like going back what even five years ago, I didn't think we ever really talked about mental health. And if we ever did talk about it, and we said a mental health illness would be like, Oh, my God, like, she's weak. Yeah, Mm. we never we never think that this is completely normal. It can happens to probably a 100% of us. And yet we're still closed books about certain subjects. And I think it was over the development of me kind of recovering from disordered eating, recovering from my relationship with food, my relationship with myself, my relationship with exercise, that I opened up and I talked about how I felt and how I was feeling because from the outside, you might have looked, oh, like you're so confident. And I was like, no, I'm not because I really don't feel comfortable in my body at the moment because my relationship with myself and with food and with everyday life was so low when I was very lean. And Mm. it took me a very long time, probably a year and a half to two years to kind of get out of that. And whilst doing so, I was opening up about depression, anxiety, stress, everything we all go through, but yet we can't, you know, highlight or we don't think it's okay to talk about. And Mm. even as a female, like PMS, PMDD, Mm. like the the week before our period, like I suffer quite badly with PMS symptoms. Like I get quite depressed. I get quite Mm. anxious. Um, Sometimes PMDD, so uh, premenstrual dysphoric disorder. So that can affect around about 3% of women, which shows that they have a very basically highlighted 
um, emphasized PMS symptoms. And it can actually be so such a bad week for some women that they can be deep, deep in depression, um, even suicidal. And it's something that we, you know, go through every single month, yet we never talk about it. And we just Mm. think it's easy, like you're having a bad day, just get on with it, the next day will be good. But it's easier said than done. And, you know, having those dark days, you need to talk about them because they will help you. And I've opened up so much on Instagram, even just on Instagram stories, like saying to girls, I'm having a bad day and that's okay, but I'm going to, you know, combat this with X, Y, and Z and let's see how I feel. So even telling people that you're having a bad day, that Mm. is the start of, you know, improving your mindset, improving your relationship with your own mind and Mm. developing the fact that you can now come out and talk about it because the support out there is incredible. You just need to be open to be able to receive it. So the last few months, especially during lockdown, I think it was such an important time to talk about our mindset and to talk about our mental health because, everyone was going through, you know, or still, we're still kind of going through the weird phase of, you know, not being able to see family or Mm. being locked down with, you know, certain people that we might not be able, not like. And (laughs) it's, it's (laughs) it's a funny little, you know, situation that the whole world finds themselves in. And once I started even more opening up about that recently, it's just, it's been very helpful for women. And I realized that, oh my goodness, there's so many taboo subjects still around mental health and there shouldn't be. And Mm. I just think it's just so empowering that we can all share our, you know, what we go through, our experiences and how we share that with one another will really help one another grow, one another develop. And it's just opened like a whole new part of my life when focusing on mindset and focusing on mental health and improving that area like I don't even think about food. I don't even think about training. I do that because I enjoy it. Like yeah. there's so many limitations that you put onto yourself when you don't think about your men- mental health, when you don't focus on mindset, when you don't, you know, go for a walk to clear your mind, not because you have to get your steps up because you've eaten a pizza. Like mm-hmm. change that focus, change that focus. Why, wh- why, what is your why? Like why are you going for a walk? I go for a daily walk in the morning to lift my spirits, to open up my mind, to think about putting on podcast, putting on some music, to think about life mm. and things like that really help me and really help my mind, you know, journey throughout everything. And I think it's just so important to be able to talk about this with people, open it up and then share our experiences so it can help each other. Amazing. I'm like, I don't know what to ask her. She's just answered all my questions. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I ramble on. No, no, it's so you're so passionate about it. And obviously, you know, you've experienced some really dark times. You've managed to get yourself out of it. And I think sharing that experience and uh, is probably one of the most valuable things you can do as a person. Like you'll be helping so many people. Um, which is incredible and that adds value to your life doesn't it Um, definitely it's like I haven't gone through those experiences for nothing yes exactly and just out of curiosity um do you was it the 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 bodybuilding or the bikini oh I don't know was it bodybuilding yeah for the bikini modeling uh was that what is that that obsession around that is that what led you into depression anxiety or you know that yeah. that folk just fo- solely focusing on how you look led you to feeling anxious and then depressed 
or was there other things happening going on? I think um, it was a mixture of things because I'd always, as growing up as a woman, you're focusing on your body, you're focusing on your image, your appearance. I did sports science at uni, so I was very fitness focused all the time. I was a personal trainer, so my appearance, you know, was realistically my job Mm. and that adds a pressure to you anyway and I think even being a female no matter what your job you're meant to be on a diet because that's normal right (laughs) like what diet you want like it was just a normal thing to do and I think we had so much pressure from society to look a certain way be a certain size and that was probably a a slight pressure from that but then it exacerbated through the bodybuilding and through the Mm. soul attention on my body all Mm. the time and then because I got so lean my identity was my abs my identity yeah I was gonna say you lost yourself didn't you yeah and I completely lost my personality completely lost who I was I was just that body and 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 I did well like I won pretty much every single show for the first year and a half so I was like well obviously I'm good at this I've got to keep going and then I just didn't really care about what it was doing to my health like I lost Mm. my period for three years I didn't have a menstrual cycle Um, my bone health was you know so damaged from that no estrogen and and it's it's crazy how I didn't even care about that and I didn't care about what it was doing to my body what it was doing to my health because you thought you were successful yeah yeah I thought I was successful and I cared about solely what I looked like and then there was the disordered eating and the body dysmorphia as well Mm. because I was so lean I couldn't let myself put weight on and then if Mm. I think if I thought I put weight on it would be literally nothing like you know the mindset was was astonishing like going back and looking back how now I, I see some videos um that I took and I was like look at this fat and I was like oh my goodness Hayley that is horrendous like there's no fat I'm like we're not fat and it's just you know how crazy yeah. it would be from the outside looking in and yeah, yeah. completely just body just well, just more yeah what was the like can you remember the moment where you were like enough is enough yeah I went through a really bad breakup (laughs) everything in my life has so I went through a bad breakup and then I started competing and then when I went through another breakup I finished competing (laughs) so it was like quite a big uh, part of my life the breakups I've had and because in relationships like it, I I am someone that is all or nothing so I'll give my heart straight away yeah. and you know when that comes crashing down after a couple of years I, I just went you know, literally inside and thought what what can I do what what happened we we'd gone on holiday and we'd had a nice time but deep down I didn't realize that I wasn't allowing myself to eat that ice cream I wasn't allowing myself to have that fun and I remember we were on holiday in Turkey and I felt so overwhelmingly anxious at a situation that for some reason my mind was like oh my god there's going to be an earthquake there wasn't but I was so anxious and I was in this um like down this water stream and this gorge sorry we're in a gorge and you know when you're looking up and you get slight vertigo and I got Mm. slight and I never like this I got slight um claustrophobia and I was like I need to get out I need to get out and that was purely just anxiety from being lean anxiety from my mindset changing and that point onwards I was like that's not me like I like doing spontaneous things I like being adventurous um I would never think about negativity or negative things in my life so when that happened and then I went through that bad breakup it was like okay click 
something's not right. This is not me anymore. I lost my personality. I lost my, you know, identity. Like you say, it's, it's my personality and, and everything that I stood for kind of disappeared. And I was like, I need to find myself and I need to re-find who I am. And that's going to start with stopping competing. It's going to start with healing my relationship with myself, with food, with exercise. Mm. And I'm not going to lie, it took a long time. <laughs> yeah. How long did it take? I th- oh God, probably over two years. But, you know, in hindsight, two years yeah. to have a, just a better quality of life for the rest of your life is nothing, is it? A hundred percent. Yeah. And I mean, I coach women now to be able to get there, obviously a lot quicker and seeing the transformation just in a month or two months. Mm. And it's amazing. I didn't have a coach back then. I was coaching myself. So it was all, you know, listening, learning, exploring. Um, researching, but actually trialing it on myself. Trial and error. And every journey is so different. It goes up and down. And as long as you know that it's not going to be a linear journey, you'll get through it. And it's, it's, don't get me wrong, it's hard, but yeah, it's, it's definitely worth it. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. Um, and, and do you know what? When you say you were feeling that anxiety because of how lean you were, et cetera, goes to show like, how much nutrition affects our mood, our personality, and actually it feeds our hormones and like carbs, people are so scared of carbs, but actually carbs feed the serotonin, which is the happy hormone. And this is, this is, this is what like I, I've learned through doing my nutritional diploma and it's really helped me with my mental health and my relationship with my body. And um, it's made me realize that, you know, you, you need food and certain foods to be the best person you can be. Depriving yourselves of certain foods can have such a detrimental effect on your relationships, um, your relationship with yourself, um, your productivity, like, I feel like we need we should, we needed to learn about we need to learn about mental health and we need to learn about nutrition at school from a young age in my opinion. Yeah, 100% with you on that. Like you're not taught about I I was a secondary school teacher, I was a PE teacher for 4 years and I would also take GCSE health and social care. So by the time the kids got to me in that lesson they were 15, 16 years old and I would talk to them about nutrition. They wouldn't have an absolute clue. So I'd start from the basics, start from the start and and it was it wasn't them that, you know, that, that weren't aware. It was their parents and it was their parents then installing like, it's okay, just eat this. Like we're not taught about why we should incorporate this type of food for our health, but also incorporate all food, food freedom. Like it's not a bad thing to, you know, have chocolate every day. It's still okay to enjoy the food you love, but we're stuck in this diet mindset. Like what's put on TV, how to lose, you know, how much weight in a certain amount of weeks, like things like that. That's the education we're giving children, giving our younger generation, giving adults. It's not okay. And if you have got, you know, the brains to actually go and do a diploma like you did, that's amazing. And but that, but that shouldn't have to happen. Like we shouldn't have to do that. No. We shouldn't have to externally try to research something that is so vital for our longevity of our life, for our health, 
for our fertility as a female, like mental fats health, yeah. and yeah, mental health and the, the importance of having dietary fat for our hormones, the importance of vitamins. You know, it's crazy that we're never, ever even really spoken about until maybe you research it yourself. And then there's so much rubbish on the internet, like, you know, cutting out carbs, go keto. I would never recommend that and unless you, you know, had... Um, certain uh, health issues and there's situations where you get sucked in especially on social media like do this keto keto diet this is amazing you'll lose 10 pounds in a week or do this skinny tea uh because you'll drop three pounds overnight like there's no education it's just instant results and people want quick fix but there's no yeah literally no education and no explanation about why we need it it's too much people are putting too much trust in these um in in these um headlines or these marketing packages with promises i like to call them and i think it's also a vicious cycle because i always want to bring this back to mental health where someone might be suffering with mental health how they feel about themselves and they think it's because of how they look i mean i've been in that um that dark moment before where I'm like "Mm, I don't have loads of friends maybe if I was skinnier more people would like me you know I think a lot of people go through things like that so then you turn to food and and you turn to fad diets and you turn to quick results so that because you think it's going to make you more successful as you think it's going to make you happier and it's all to do with your mind and realizing that you know you know work on your your mentality and your attitude and you know, wanting to be a better person or like doing a nutritional diploma or any diploma or a course or going for more walks, doing stuff like that rather than I need to lose weight, I need to change my body in order for my mind to be better. That's just not how it works. I think that's what we're finally learning and we're finally able to um, share. But, you know, I think there's so much more work that needs to be done though. A hundred percent. I think there's still that, you know, you have to lose weight to have some body confidence. Like you don't have to, you just have to improve your relationship with yourself first. And then if you want to have goals, if you've got fat loss goals, that's absolutely fine. Like it's not a bad thing to have a goal like that. It's not a bad thing to want to train, but as you've got to start with, yeah, with the right mindset, you've got to start at the top with you know, no body confidence issues as such that you think that your mindset is going to improve. It will eventually improve. Like a mindset change can happen through losing weight. But if your relationship with yourself and your relationship with your body, if you think it's going to drastically improve just because you dropped a stone and you, like you said, you're going to get more, more friends, you're going to get a better job. Like, no, you need to stop putting that much pressure on yourself and think about why don't I just start with my mindset first and then I can make a journey of if I want to change my body. Like, because actually you'll realize you don't want to change your body because your mindset's there, your mindset's happy and you're living life freely. My mindset has never been so good and I'm 10 kilos heavier than I was competing. Like for me, this is this is my kind of set point weight. I'm happy at this weight. I can eat cake for breakfast if I want to, and I can enjoy my life and I'm still fit and strong, but my mindset is happy and my body confidence is from my mindset. 
And I, and I, and I, and I look back now and I think I compare my body, you know, against photos when I was 10 times leaner and people are like, oh, you must be so confident. You must be so happy. No, I was miserable. I was depressed. I was just a whole load of negativity. And now, cause I've got you know, a better relationship with myself. My body is just my body. I appreciate it for what it does. I appreciate it for keeping me alive, for being healthy. And when we put solely focus on losing weight or focusing on a dress size or fitting into this outfit or a wedding dress, it's too much pressure. And you'll realize that you'll actually be unhappy throughout the journey. So what's the point? You want to make sure that you can be enjoying the journey at the same time. And once you appreciate the value of being kind to yourself, being grateful for your body and for what it does every single day when it when you wake up and your heart is still beating, your brain is still working. Like that is amazing. We need to be grateful for our body to be alive and here and now instead of wanting to change ourselves all of the damn time. Like there's that so much society puts pressure. You have to be better at your job. You have to get a promotion. You have to be married and with kids by 30. You have to have a house. You have to do all of this. And no, you don't. You it's just, overwhelming, isn't it? Happened? Yeah. What happened to being just happy? <laughs> exactly. It's and crazy. do you I was thinking then, um, like moving away from body is things, materialistic things, people going through social media and like, oh, she's got a Louis Vuitton handbag, she's got Louboutins on, they've just bought a massive house. Like that as well can make people, you know, make yeah. people feel crap about themselves because yeah definitely you know. thinking the success of other people that you need to match up we don't like we also need to move away from being jealous of things like that and and appreciating that that person's worked hard that's amazing that should strive to make me want to be better and want to do better and give me some motivation we shouldn't look and be like oh I'm jealous of that person we need to make sure that we think about actually I'm happy where I am and once you have got that good relationship with yourself you'll find everything around you starts improving anyway and you can get those things if you want them. If you manifest them and if you understand that building a good relationship with yourself first before you judge anyone else, before you pick holes in other people, what they're doing, like, no, we need to think about actually, well done. Let's let's appreciate other people. Let's support other people. And especially women, like we're kind of brought up to be against each other and competitive and she's got that guy, but I want him. And, you know, it's, it's horrendous that sometimes there's that, that girls are, you know, bitching against each other. And actually it wasn't until I turned 30 that I realized that hang about, can't we just support each other here? Can't we just be a little bit more uplifting to one another? Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. How can someone struggling with anxiety or, um, you know, mental health, I don't know, there's such a broad spectrum, isn't there? Um, how can they improve the way that they use social media? Because I feel like mental health issues have really have increased a lot because uh, people are saying social media. I use social media in such a positive way, like based on who I follow and stuff. How can someone struggling with mental health use social media in a positive way or is it better or do you think social media is probably better not used for people struggling with mental health I don't even know if I've said ask that in the right way but no I totally get it I totally I totally get it I think if people are so used to logging on on Instagram in the mornings and you know going onto Instagram TikTok or whatever they use and they're looking at people that they maybe admire but then they're judging themselves against these people or against the materialistic things that they have that is when you know that that relationship with social media is not going to be a good one for your mindset so my first point would be unfollow anyone that makes you feel bad about yourself bad about what you have have bad about you know relationships or your job and just unfollow them because it was something that really helped me not judge my body when after I've competed and probably the last year I stopped following people that were competing I stopped following people that were a body shape that I used to be and because I don't see it anymore I don't focus on it and I don't think about it and it's not until I see something pop up maybe on my explore page I'd be like oh wow like that brought back so many memories and then if you then feel guilty or if you then feel an ounce of anxiety that is where you need to like not look at the explore page not look at anyone that you follow that is un you know unhealthy just mute them if if they're even if they're your friend mute them don't have them you don't have to unfollow just yeah until you're ready until you're I know people um guys as well a lot of guys actually a lot of my partner's friends and stuff they've all come off social media especially through lockdown like they just said they found themselves like working from home and just sitting scrolling on their phone and not being productive at all so it's not even a matter of going on there to compare yourself because no one was really doing anything during lockdown were they but just it's becoming (laughs) like a habit to just open your phone up click on Instagram and just scroll endlessly at nothing so I guess yeah. it's like having a break from it is good for your mental health as well, your productivity and just like, you know, is it really adding value to your life? Why do we use it? Like, why yeah. is it there? Is it to broadcast all of our positive parts? Like as soon as Instagram started kind of 
allowing us that it was okay to post things that were negative. And like I've been sharing kind of cellulite pictures for the last two and a half years. And it's only been the last six months where people have actually, you know, interacted and understood why I did it. And it wasn't until kind of probably lockdown that people were like, oh my God, I needed to see this because they probably never realized why they needed it in the first place. Because especially through quarantine and lockdown, their mindset was probably focusing purely on their body because you had nothing else to think about. You were locked down. You couldn't go to the gym. You might not even have been able to go for a walk depending on where you lived. And it was then a sole focus on my body and food because I'd probably eat more because I was then down from lockdown and it was just a spiral. And so then if we're using social media again to compare, it's just, it's, yeah, it's not healthy and it's not healthy to wake up and that be the first thing you see. Like get out of bed, get a coffee, get, uh, I, I write down thing, uh, three things that I'm grateful for. And I write down that on a uh, pen to paper. Because I find that when I write down what I'm thinking or my my gratitudes, it, it I express myself better when I write it from pen to paper. And now I've started to share those three things on my Instagram story just to promote and help people understand that actually this is a really good thing to do for your mindset. And I try to one of those gratitudes to be one about my body um, of why I'm I'm grateful for it, not what it is, and not what it looks like, not how I'm feeling. Like no, I'm not bloated, or I feel bloated. Not anything that is appearance-wise, but why I'm grateful. Like today, I'm grateful to be able to go to the gym to train because I feel good and it makes me feel energized. It gives my mental health, like I feel happy to train. It gives my mental health a boost, and that's brilliant. If you're going to train for something, you know, to as a stress relief, like training for me is a stress relief. But when I was training to compete in bodybuilding, it wasn't. It was a stress because I had to do it. And when you put your press, that pressure into yourself and telling yourself that you have to do something, you immediately don't want to do it. And it's a bit catch-22. You're, you're thinking, well, I've told myself to do it. I've booked it in, but I now don't want to do it. When actually if you remove that uh, pressure – and you just go when you want to, you'll enjoy it 10 times more. Um, and so same with social media. If you remove the pressure of going on it, maybe delete the app and you don't realize that you've actually not missed it and then rejoin when you feel ready and ready to have um, a focus on people that make you feel positive. And it can be beautiful, like the amazing connections that I've had with social media, the amazing other women that I follow, like yourself, like uplifting me as well. It's just, it's a nice place to be when you surround yourself with positive people. And when you, re when you remove anyone that doesn't support you, like it's crazy in the last couple of months, people have just come out and they're not overly being kind or they have shown their true colors. And I'm like, do you know what? You're not supporting me. So I don't need you in my life. Like, bye. Yeah. <laughs> and once you cut out people that are not supporting you, it is so blissful. You don't have any negativity. You don't have the people that you wanted to please because I was always a people pleaser. You don't need to do that. You can just be like, do you know what? If you don't get me, you don't get me. And that's okay. I can't please everyone. And once you understand 
that not everyone in your life is going to love you or like you for who you are, but the people that matter will be the people that stick around, support you and love you for who you are. And it's as long as you can surround yourself with those type of people, even if you've got one or two best friends, you do not need a whole classroom full of hundreds of people. You just need a couple of people to help you know your values. If they align with you, perfect. If you've got that little supportive network, talk to them, be open to them about your mental health, be open about how you're feeling that day. And once you realize that talking about it is so normal, other people then open up, they'll talk about their experiences, they'll talk about how they, you know, counteract these feelings. And it's a blessing. And it's so amazing. I've learned so much. And hopefully I can, you know, carry on empowering women to the best of my ability. And we can all empower one another. (laughs) <laughs> yes, it's exactly that. And do you know what, when you say like, because you hear it so much, remove those people from your life. If someone's being negative around you, or someone doesn't accept you for who you are or wants you to change, whatever. But, you know, it is so much easier said than done sometimes, don't you think? Like, what, what are the first steps? What are the first steps? Because that, you know, do you have to confront that person and then have a big fallout? Or how do you remove someone from your life that's not serving you? So sometimes, for example, if it's a person that maybe I've met up with a couple of times, um, mainly through social media, I will literally just mute them or unfollow them. And then I realize that actually they've not spoken to me because I've not made the first move. And well, actually, that was a one-sided relationship. So I don't need to talk to that person anymore. So I would highly recommend unfollowing people that, you know, that don't bring you any positivity in your life and that are always bitching about other people. Like, I can't stand when people, you know, are negative about others. Like, remove those type of people. But it is easier said than done. I, I'm i just talking on kind of a social media level. But What, I what think if it's a friend that you've been friends with for years? As an adult, I think it is important to maybe send them a, a message that is transparent and just say at the moment in my life I want to surround myself with positive people and I don't feel like you bring that to me at the moment be harsh but you got to be true and and sometimes you got to be cutthroat and I've lost a lot of people over the last few months because I've been cutthroat but I'd rather say it to the point and you know be straight to the point and actually say this is why I don't want to want you in my life at the moment and sorry bye (laughs) and uh, because it it, otherwise yeah exactly and it's not anything that I'm not bit trying to be nasty I'm not trying to be bitchy but I'm trying to support my mindset and my mental health and I know that I will feel 10 times better if that person if I remove them from my life and if they're a nice person they will understand if they're not then don't worry about it they're not worth Mm. it Yeah. And I do you think that it's worth if, you know, once upon a time you valued that person, they might be going down a bit of a wrong path where maybe they're struggling with their mental health and therefore it's making them compare themselves and become jealous and bitch and whatever because they're not happy in their life. Is it worth helping them before before eliminating them? Yeah, definitely. Like I would never be the type of person just to think, oh my goodness, like she's not supporting me. She she can go away. I'm never talking to her again. No, like, yeah. This is just from experience. <laughs> I I would definitely always like I have been trying that I've I've always been that person that kind of clings on to really I would never want to lose friends with anyone. I would never want to, you know, break up from friendships. But sometimes if they can't be helped, then there's only so much you can do. And if it's starting to affect your 
your relationship with yourself and your anxieties are coming out, it's not worth it. And yeah, I would always say, you know, try to explain to them how you're feeling. And I always think honesty is the best policy with terms of like friendships. And it's so important to be able to be honest with them so that they can feel like it's a safe place to be honest right back. And if they're struggling, you would hope that they would be honest with you. But sometimes, you know, some people will come and go and they might come back. And a lot of people have come back. um, And it is difficult. But it's a situation where you sometimes have to put yourself first. And if those people, especially as we get older, as we get families, like, it's not worth having negativity in your life that is not, you know, doing you any good. And it's better, it's easier to say goodbye than sometimes to hold on to something small that is not effective. Yeah. And I think there's that quote, I'm not going to quote it to the word because I don't know. (laughs) But you know, where if you're a giver and whether that's, you know, love, your time, a taker will take until the end of time. And it's learning when to stop giving um, and to be like, right, you know what, I've, you know, I've given everything and, you know, I'm not getting anything You're back. Getting anything. Yeah, yeah, and it is, and That's it's, it, and it's okay to be upset about losing someone for those reasons. It can be hurtful, oh, yeah. you know. I feel like I've been there, Definitely. and that's been some of my hardest moments is like losing friends because I feel like I can't give any more, and it's affecting me now, and it's upsetting me, and I'm feeling yeah. let down. And um, yeah, and then that that can affect your other relationships because you're giving someone so much time and not actually giving the people who deserve your time enough time. So Haley, what I love about this conversation we've had is that we've like covered all areas that can sort of affect the modern day woman a little bit like the body image aspect of of mental health the relationship aspect of it um social media aspect of it and all of these things are sort of you know there has been an increase in in mental health or maybe we're just talking about it more I'm not sure but I love how we've just talked about every aspect and how your lifestyle as a whole can really affect your mental health it's not just one thing um, yeah, definitely. So, sort of what what to round this podcast off? What sort of three tips would you give the listeners on need who who feel they need to focus on their mental health and and work on their mentality and outlook in life? I would say, firstly, if they're on a journey that is trying to change their body first, that they need to take a step back and start focusing on their mind before they focus on changing their body. And no matter how many calories you count or how many sessions you do and sweat, if you're not having a healthy relationship with your mind first, it's going to eventually affect your journey. So I would focus on writing gratitudes. I I write my three gratitudes in the morning, focus on increasing and and employing different ideas from other people that you can relate to. So start gratitude or start relaxation techniques, start mindful breathing, meditation, do something that is different, that is going to maybe, you know, help your mindset in a unique way. Take time out for yourself. It's okay Mm -hmm. to say no. Like Mm -hmm. when I start to say no, I'm like, okay, great. I don't put so much pressure on myself to do everything. Like you can't do everything. And it's okay to say no to friends if you can't make that meal. It's okay to say no if you can't do that job. Just 
learn that it's acceptable to put yourself first, to say no to people, and that looking after your health will be so beneficial for everyone around you as well. As a, I'm, I'm not a mum yet to be, but I would hopefully soon. <laughs> well, maybe not soon. I'm not, I've even got a boyfriend, but I'm not <laughs> a mum. So I don't know what it's like in terms of, you know, having children, but I would say that that your children are going to benefit from you being having a great relationship with yourself. So if your mindset mm-hmm. is a, is in a great place, your children are going to benefit. Your friends mm-hmm. are going to benefit. Your husband, your wife, everything's going to benefit. So focusing on you and focusing on your mindset is not just it's not just about you. It's not it's not selfish. It's not a bad thing to do. This is the best thing you could do for your health. And understanding that what people see on the outside is physical health, is our shape, is our appearance. But mindset and mind mental health is just as important, if not more. And I'm kind of edging this way now. It, I find it so much more important than oh, what body does a lot of the time. Yeah, and yeah, how we yeah. feel. And so transitioning that focus into allowing yourself to spend more time on your mindset equally how much you train in the gym why don't you spend that amount of hours focusing on your mind like Mm -hmm. yoga amazing going for a walk like I cannot kind of um vouch for walking so much like uh, walking is my thing like I absolutely love it like wherever I'm lucky to live by the beach so whenever I feel down anxious depressed whatever happy (laughs) anything I'll go for a walk even if it's just 15 20 minutes get out there breathe the air like get yourself that space because it will do wonders for your mind it will do wonders just to be at one with nature and do something for yourself even if it's just reading a book taking 20 minutes out having a bath like we forget about things that are important for you so yeah just allow yourself that time it's okay to be selfish and it's okay to be saying no, but understand that deep down this mental health, this mindset journey is going to support not only you, but the others that you're around. And then you can empower one another and you can support your children, you can support your friends, you can support your family. And I think that is the most important thing about you know your own journey is to be around people that feel good, make you feel good and that you can then empower too. Amazing. I love her so much. I think I have to end it there. I mean, that was perfect. And it's absolutely, absolutely true. You're absolutely right. Thank you so much, Hayley. I feel like that was, I feel like that was like a self-care, a self-care 45 minutes for me. Like, yeah, amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you for being a guest. Thank you very much for having me, darling. It's been a pleasure. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe and maybe even share with a friend if you think they could benefit from listening to Growing Up Female. I'll be back next Wednesday with another amazing female. See you then. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.